Welcome to today's episode of the Zach and Bashir podcast. On this episode, we talked to Spencer Brown, but some of you may better know him as the Athlete Special. Either way, he is a 359 miler and a running YouTuber with over 12,000 subscribers. During this podcast, we quickly warm up to Spencer over some icebreakers before we get into some juicy questions that dig into his inspiration for his channel, where the name The Athlete Special came from, and a deeper dive into his running career and his experience breaking four minutes in the mile. On top of this, we have a big question for Spencer at the end, but you'll just have to listen all the way through to find out what that's all about. Enjoy our great conversation with The Athlete Special. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Zach and Bashir podcast. Today, we have Spencer Brown, also known as the Athlete Special on YouTube and on Instagram. He's a sub four minute miler and pretty much a beast all around. So welcome to the podcast, Spencer. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, Zach and Bashir. It's uh, good to finally meet you guys. Yeah, we were just chatting before and like it's pretty crazy coming together because I've known Spencer on YouTube as Athlete Special (laughs) and we've seen each other. We've seen each other in the DMs. But we haven't actually talked in person. And so it's kind of crazy coming together in, in the real world to some degree, even though we're not together, but like talking through a call. Yeah, exactly. We were saying this is a long time in the making. Uh, us finally getting down, getting down, getting dirty. These East Coast YouTuber, running YouTubers, you know, we got to look out for each other, stick together as we take on the West Coast and the um, Utah YouTubers in the in the battle for running YouTube. <laughs> no, no name, no names, of course, no uh, names, of course. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> and Bashir's an up and coming YouTuber. He hasn't started his channel, but when he does, you just know some fire is going to be dropped on there. Maybe yeah. some freestyling. Like we don't really know what's going to happen, but yes, you know, I'm not up, but I am coming. Uh, just be on the lookout. Anything that happens, we'll let you guys know. If you, if you need any advice on like rapping or whatever, I've got a little music video. Yes, we have. We have seen it. We we aren't going to get to that right now, but we are thinking at the end, Spencer, depending on the mood you're in, maybe you can hit us with a couple lyrics, just, you know, a little freestyle off the dome if you're if you're in the mood, but we'll get there when we get there. I might be down. All right. All right. Sounds we good. always like that. We always like that. Nice little rap battle going Ooh. on here. I mean, I could be like the uh, commentator because I know I'm not the best at freestyling. Bashir knows that I'm not the best at freestyling, but I know Bashir's pretty good at freestyling. He, he even did a mile split video with Waleed. That was, that was, that was pretty, that pretty was crazy stuff. But one thing on this podcast, we always promote positivity. And Zach, we want to hear your freestyling because no one is good, no one is bad. It's just all fun. So Zach will also be there as well. Oh, gosh. Well, good thing I'm editing so I can make myself sound really good. Maybe I'll add a beat to myself. Maybe I'll, you know, do a little auto-tune on mine. I can I can really spice it up a little bit, hopefully make it not too bad. But that's way down the line. So before we get to that, we're thinking, let's start it off with two truths and a lie. Because we've never met Spencer in person, so we're thinking maybe just like this nice little icebreaker can kind of get things going. Shoot. And you can have a little bit of time to think if you need a little time to think. I mean... We'll we'll have you start us off because we don't know you super well, and you know you're you're our guest. So, all right. Um, let me think. Uh, I have a fifth year of eligibility next year. I have two brothers and a sister, and the person I look up to the most is my dad. I, okay, so my guess, 
I would have to say that the second one is a lie. Because my thought process is, I know that you retroed indoor. We were just talking about it before the podcast. So you can't retro for no year. Yeah. And it would be, <laughs> it would be funny, but it'll be, <laughs> it would be really funny to say, I look up to my dad, but then that's a lie. So, so I don't, I don't think I don't think that's it either. That would be kind of savage. <laughs> so, so I guess you don't have those type of siblings. That would be my guess. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, you you got it. It was a pretty lame one, but I couldn't think of anything else on the spot. I just need to say something. I have two sisters and one brother, not two brothers and one sister. Ah, uh, tricky question. What ages? Uh, so I have a sister who is twenty-two. Actually, she just turned twenty-three. Um, she's, I'm really close with her cause I'm only one year younger. And then I've got a brother who's 18. Uh, he's a freshman at UConn. And then I have an older sister, another older sister, uh, who is 25 and she lives in the city and does like teaching stuff. But my, my sister that's one year older than me, funny enough, she actually convinced me to start my YouTube channel. Really? Oh, so, she, so she's been like, she's like super involved with it. Her name is Larkin. She lives in France now, but yeah, no, she, uh, wow. she's like kind of my biggest athlete special stand out there. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's the, awesome. the importance of family. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's something you definitely learn as you get older. Family comes first. Yes. I would agree. Definitely. Yeah. Once I got to college, I really realized that because everybody that was once there disappears to some degree and the people that you know you can call are your family or the people that you can consider family to some degree like you know I can always call him Bashir yes. I can always call my parents always and it's just like those people from back home your real family like always rely on and college really shows you that at least I've experienced that so far it's crazy because and you're probably experiencing a lot now because you're only a freshman but like yeah people disappear so quick after you mm. go to college that first time oh, you, for you, sure. you're not going to see like 70 or 80 percent of the people in your high school ever again which is like kind of sad but like yeah you 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 really learn the people that matter the most in this like this next like year you know absolutely just one of the um one of my friends here says that there are now friends and forever friends because there's some friends you're gonna have now but there's some friends we're gonna have for a long time even in college you have a lot of now friends too in the first like semester the first semester of college is like yeah, it's crazy. You're friends with like the most random people. And then like two months later, you're like, why? What? I'm not even close. To that <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. well, the way I've seen it is you come in like the first semester and the second semester, the start of the semesters, you come in energized. You know, you just want to be yeah, friends with people. Yeah. You walk into your class. Hey, man, what's up? Then by like the second month, third month, you're kind of tired. You know, you got a lot of schoolwork. So like you don't you don't really care that much anymore about being friends with everyone. You just want to kind of get through it. That's so true. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well I'll go for the two truths and a lie, and then we can throw it to Zach. So that'll be hard because Zach knows a lot. All right, I'll let Spencer answer first. Yeah, let, let Spencer answer. Here are my three, and I'm just gonna think of them randomly. First one, I'm six one, so six feet and one inch. That is the first one. Second one. I believe I'm a great basketball player. <laughs> That's the second one. Third one, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Those are my three. This is pretty crazy because I each of them could be alive. <laughs> um, I, I have no clue where you're from. Cleveland, Ohio doesn't sound like a lie, but it also could be. But I'm going to say that's, that's a truth. Okay, um, okay. I'm going to say that 
you don't think you're that good at basketball. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness. That is <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I am not good at basketball, but I believe I'm great. Uh, he believes right, he's great. The wording. <laughs> I believe I'm great. The truth is, unfortunately, ladies, unfortunately, ladies, I'm not Mr. Six One. I'm Mr. Six O O Zero Zero. Sometimes confused for five eleven, but it's not. It's please put respect on me. I thought you <laughs> might come out and sneak me with that lie with yes. the first question. That's that's not a bad. That is one. pretty yeah. sly. I'm not gonna lie. You, Hopefully I grow a little and they'll all be truth, but currently that first one was a lie. <laughs> Dude, yeah, if you grow a little bit, maybe the basketball ball one they will all, become true as well. Yeah, I mean, you, you believe yes. it, but, you know, yes. the skills may be okay. Okay, Zach. Well, I have some good ones prepared for you guys. My first one is that I sail. I'm, I'm a sailor. I'm good at sailing boats. The second one is that I was the class president from sophomore year to senior year of high school. And then my next one is that I had a YouTube channel when I was about 11. Mm. So big questions here. Um, I was an early YouTuber. They, these, these all sound like truths to me, to be honest. They're all like... They all, they all fit who Zach is. They're all pretty believable. I mean... I feel like you probably did have a YouTube channel when you were 11. Uh, maybe not, though. Um, uh, I'm going to say that maybe you don't sail. Oof. Fisher, what do you uh, think? I feel like that probably... I already know. Man, Zach touched a sailboat in his life. Whoa, whoa. Guys, I spooked you with the sailing one. You guys didn't know. I actually went to sailing camp when I was younger. It runs oh, in my family. I, mean, I actually I mean, I was mean, not the president from yeah, sophomore oh, to senior year. I was, it was from junior year to senior <laughs> year. The sailing one. That's such a scam. It was a scam. I want a refund. <laughs> the sailing one is my like my golden secret because like not many people know I sail. I mean, I'm not like great at sailing, but I can definitely sail. But I can rig up a boat. I can sail a little laser. I can sail an opti. But uh, yeah, not, not some secret talent there. Uh, sophomore year, junior year, that's so it was that's a little, detail. I know. Yeah, that's why I feel like none of those. Yeah, none of those felt like for <laughs> either of you guys. They're just like a little bit dead <laughs> That's kind of our, our thing, you know, bent truth. That's how we live. That's how we yeah. live. Zach, <laughs> make, sure you do, make sure you do me a favor and edit out the part where I said, don't waste my time with this. I know it because I'm going to look kind of silly. <laughs> <laughs> the Zedding, Zach, and I just want to say sorry for sure. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, do you want to go into some really quick questions for Spencer? And then we'll get into the real the real interview. Not really interview, but like good conversation. You yes. want to hit up the first question, Bashir? Yes. So Spencer Brown. <laughs> it's it's going to be funny when I ask a question. So Spencer Brown, what's your favorite color? <laughs> favorite color? Yes. This is going to sound pretty like pretentious. My new favorite color is gold. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's like a sneaky color. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that like gold is even like a color to like have an option from. But yeah, yes. gold is my favorite color. Yes, I. I is, like this, it. is this because you went into the Gucci store, or is this just a <laughs> development? Honestly, a little bit of both. I've been kind of feeling myself lately. I've been high in the clout, so yeah, I feel like gold is just like one of those colors that's like, like if you say your favorite color is gold, I, mm-hmm. like. 
you have I agree. Clout. Or at least you think you That's do. I agree. That's true. I've never really thought about gold like that, but I, I you may have convinced me to have that my new favorite color, honestly. Exactly, exactly. You need to get a chain, a Zach. I don't know if you have a chain, Spencer. Are you part Ooh. of the chain gang out here? I had a chain, and I was actually riding one of the, like, do you guys have lime scooters? Yeah. Or like, oh, yeah. I, I, I know, I know them, yeah. them. And I, it like caught on like the, the arm of the scooter and, and it just ripped. And it was actually like a $40 like golden chain. So, like, yeah, I was pretty Dude, sad it ripped. But I'm, I'm definitely a big like jewelry guy. I, I want to get another chain. You have the earring. Uh, I do. I actually took it out recently because ah. it started to get rusty, which is gross. But, uh, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> But no, yeah, I, I, I go in and out with jewelry. I'm trying to join the chain gang. Yeah, you should get a chain. You should get an earring too. I, I mean... Bro, don't tempt me. I may have gotten one last night. Yeah, Zach, I thought... T- tell everyone about your earring adventures last night. Well, last night I was hanging out with a group of friends. Um, this may get cut of the podcast, but I was hanging out with a group of friends. It was, you know, a reunion of the team. And this girl was really convincing. And she was like giving a bunch of people ear piercings. And I was on the spot and I, I tried to avoid it. But then people reeled me in and they're like, just get it. Like it'll close up in the morning. Just get it. And I was like, well, I mean, whatever. I'm in college. I'll do it. And so I had a nice heart earring in my in my left ear for a while last night. But I took it out and I'm pretty sure the hole is already closing up. So Spencer, I, I can resonate with that earring type of deal. But uh, <laughs> that was an interesting adventure last night for sure. Yeah, I feel like at some point, Every runner gets an earring like, <laughs> for like five minutes or whatever in college. At some point, there definitely is a high a high ratio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But um, yeah, that was that was that was a trip yes. last night. Okay, Bashir, next question. All right, just these are just easy like getting to know you. So Georgetown, NDC. What are kind of like the things you like to do, like NDC, like when you're not busy with youtube running or school uh i like to shop around on m street uh you know buy clothes or whatever uh we also i have a bike which is really nice to have and i have a car now Ooh. um super nice we actually you'd think that we'd go to like more museums and stuff in dc because like yeah they're right there at our disposal but I, I don't really go to museums that often um i do a lot of stuff on campus though mostly just hang out with my friends in their apartment they come up to our house sometimes um i mean you guys know how college is it's so busy that like you're almost always trapped in like your little bubble all the time oh for so, sure dc is great but i probably and as i get older i'm realizing i probably haven't like taken advantage of it as much as i should and there's so many cool areas i could go um you know whether it's like run we run to the capital all the time which is cool that's like the only time i'm really in the city but yeah no i i love dc and i just like Probably in the next year, I'm going to try and take advantage yeah, of yeah. the actual city more. No, but that that definitely makes sense. I, I do feel you with like getting so busy in college, you do kind of end up staying in the same spots pretty often. Yeah, and especially being runners, like mm-hmm. we kind of all have to not necessarily live like monks, but like we yeah. kind of have to like shelter ourselves from like a lot of like the other students and like oh for and sure, just like the rest of the population. It, we're, it's just like unless you're a runner, you don't really understand mm-hmm. like the lifestyle. So that's like obviously at anyone uh, that's a runner would understand that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next question is: What is your favorite place to go run in the whole world? If you could go anywhere, anywhere you've run, was your favorite? Favorite place in the world? Uh, actually, there's this really nice um, rail trail 
uh, in a town 20 minutes away from my town in Connecticut. Uh, I, d- I do my long runs there all the time. I think I've actually put a video out of the, the long run route once. It's just like an oh, out Oh, I think back. I saw that actually, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like an out and back trail, uh, really pretty and pretty flat as well. So that's that's definitely my favorite place I've been. I've never left the U.S., so like I – Yeah, you don't have that I, perspective. I, yeah, exactly. My, <laughs> I want to visit my sister in France, though, and maybe run that somewhere That would be there. very cool, yeah. That would be mm-hmm. cool. So now that we've gotten through the quick questions, let's get into Georgetown because Bashir and I are super interested in the fact that you're at a city school, that you're at Georgetown. Georgetown's an incredible university in the United States, and we would love to hear about your experience. So take us through some of your experience. We know that you're a senior at Georgetown. What are you majoring in? What has it been like being in a city school? You kind of touched on that a little bit, but give us more of the details on Georgetown. All right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm a senior in the college. I'm a psychology major. Very nice. Uh, just finished that up and I'm a cognitive science ma- minor. I'll be graduating in the spring, but I'm coming back next year for uh, a grad program in sports management. Awesome. So yeah, it's gone by unbelievably quick. College is like, is it's a, literally a blink. It's over. It's like don't blink or <laughs> it's going to, you're, you're not gonna have any time to think yeah uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know actually georgetown so unless you've been here you wouldn't really know it's we're not like in the city that much it's georgetown is sort of like it's it's sort of a little segregated away mm-hmm. from the rest of dc it's honestly in like a really bougie area it's just like a bunch of like rich old people live up here <laughs> and then it's like the, the the college um so yeah we it, it's we don't – it doesn't feel like – if we were at GW, it would feel like we were like super in the city. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we still kind of have like our own little town, which is super nice. Like that's honestly one of my favorite parts of it, the fact that it's sort of segregated away. Um, you kind of feel pretentious here sometimes. But <laughs> school itself and like balancing the running, it is a hard school. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like – that's been probably my biggest struggle in college. Um and like I would never say I regret coming to Georgetown because I love it here. But like for anyone listening at home, if you're not in college, that like definitely put into consideration like like the difficulty of the school you're going to, and like it's big it, advice. It, it, it's really it can be really tough sometimes. And like you're you're surrounded by people that like they're all awesome, nice people, but they're also so just like good at everything that it's like (laughs) kind of it's like it makes it a little overwhelming and being in dc like since it's it's uh the capital um and like there's a lot of politics going on and i'm not really into politics at all so you kind of just have to learn to like talk about politics with people um (laughs) and be more in the know about that that sort of thing yeah a little Um, more woke exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i i i've had an awesome time here um but yeah academics are really hard but at the same time i've been able to manage it pretty well and uh it's 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 gonna be sad when in a year from now when like i'm actually just done and have to move on with my life a little bit oh that's that's awesome yeah it's definitely cool to hear about georgetown because i don't have any perspective on georgetown really Mm -mm. i was in dc a couple weeks ago but i only saw gw but uh, yeah. Georgetown sounds like an incredible school, but your point about it being tough and like really thinking about how hard your school is, I think that's just such a great point to hit on because, you know, I definitely overlooked that. Yeah. And I'm not like over my head in schoolwork, 
but it definitely is difficult here. And I, I thought that, you know, colleges just had harder ex- or like lower acceptance rates and they had like titles of being harder because they were like, but I didn't think it was as serious as it may be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's just a great t- point to touch on. You just got to really be clear that you need to know what you're getting into when you're getting into college. And your point was very true. Exactly. And I don't know if you can relate to this as as well, but like there are times when like, it's just like too hard to get videos out for like the YouTube. Like, yes. And like, I've, I've been doing YouTube for like three years on and off a little over three years. And there's like stretches where like, Mm -hmm. I like completely gave up and like stopped making videos for like months at a time. Cause I was like, this is just like, like school is just like way too much of a burden right now. And like, I can't be like putting Mm -hmm. any energy into this YouTube thing. Um, and it's just like, you, you can be so busy all the time. Yeah. For me, since I post every single Tuesday, since that's my thing, it keeps me regimented to some degree, but there have been some times where I've thought to myself, like, am I going to be able to get a video out today? Like I haven't recorded it or I haven't edited it. And I know I have about like eight hours of work ahead of me. Will I be able to fit that into my day? And so sometimes it has gotten really tough, but I always have managed to get out and it's been like really fulfilling too because yeah. I, I love I love getting videos out like I love making video but I can definitely see what you're com- where you're coming from like it is sometimes really tough to just like force yourself to make that time and have that ability to do that it, it also definitely gets easier when I think like when the channel starts to get bigger and like you just like know that you're gonna get like your day one followers commenting below in your vids or whatever yeah um it's it's, yeah Mm. you get the love it's it's really it's it's really it's so addicting to be honest oh it's so so addicting yeah honestly i don't know how both you do it because i'm someone i don't have that like channel getting videos out people want to see the videos in my life and even just kind of with a podcast it's hard like there's a lot there's a lot to do during the week with school with running yeah like it's hard to find time. I don't know how you guys find time to record on top of that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people ask that, I feel like. A lot of people ask me, at least, and I, I know people probably ask you all the time, Spencer, that, like, how do you end up making time? Like, especially people that are above me in class. And I feel like it's just a matter of making time. Like, making that availability is so big. And, like, you just have to sometimes cut sacrifices at different points. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. maybe I won't go hang out with these people tonight just so I can do a little exactly. quick edit here. And, like pays off exactly it's 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 like you you always can find the time to do it but the hardest part is actually committing to finding that time for sure if that makes any sense like like there always is going to be this window but like sometimes i'd rather just like chill and like watch netflix or hang out with friends yeah but i have to be like all right i actually just have to sit down and like grind this out as fast as possible um and i know for you it's got to be really tough because you you edit your videos like unbelievably so like it's Thank you. like you you have to sit down for i know like i don't even try to do the type of videos you do and i know that you have to yeah. sit down for like literally five to ten hours at a time if you want to get one out yeah i appreciate that that that's that is really impressive since we're talking kind of on the subject of youtube tell us a little bit so i know earlier you said your sister inspired you to like start up your youtube channel but talk a little bit more about that because the only youtuber i know is zach and i know his start and I just think it's so interesting that people find these random inspirations to just put out into the world. Like the things that we take for granted just our daily lives. Like give us your take on that. Well, okay. So I'll just give you the quick story. So freshman year in college, I was home for winter break and my sister kept wanting to hang out with me. <laughs> and I was like, no, I have to like double and lift this afternoon. I can't. And she was like, you know, Spencer, just like, 
why don't you just make a YouTube channel to show like how boring your life is? Because like you literally only talk about running, <laughs> uh, you running, you talk about running with dad all the time. And like, it's, oh this God. is, you literally do nothing else. You have no life. Ow. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll make a video. So she's just started filming mm. me. Um, <laughs> and then like I posted, I, I posted a video that day and, I, I kind of fell in love with like the editing process. Like it can be annoying to edit, but it's, it is really fun and really rewarding. Yeah. And then like, I kind of just went from there, uh, like with like a bit of a vlog approach and I just, in general, I guess, uh, to answer your question, I just wanted to show really what the life of a runner is maybe like the life of a D1 runner. Uh, and just like, I try to keep the, the videos pretty real. And, and, and like I said, I, I, it's not like I've been consistently uploading yeah. for that long. I, I, I kind of comes and goes, you <laughs> give up here and there, but I, I always was able to find my way back to it. Yeah, definitely. Your sister was kind of savage to be like, oh, you just talked about running, go make a video about it. But I mean, it ended up working out really well. And I mean, that's a really genuine thing to say, because I feel like when you're a YouTuber, you have to really love one thing a ton and just be able to talk on it forever. I know, and so like yeah. that ability is so key. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah, I mean, like half of it was because my dad, he was also a runner. So like my sister gets jealous and annoyed that like my dad and I, we, 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 we joke about <laughs> yeah. it. We could literally sit down and talk about running for hours. I mean, any of us could. And like to the <laughs> regular the person, my dad, yeah. they're just like, what are you talking about? Like workout <laughs> splits and like runners and these people and just races. It's like, I'm sure <laughs> someone who doesn't run, it's got to be the most boring subject in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like you i really just talk time my brother splits, my like, brother hates it about exactly like <laughs> and we could talk about like oh dude i was doing this run like mm -hmm. i was averaging 604 pace for x amount yeah. of miles and yes. like, you could talk about heart rate i mean i don't want to i, I don't want to <laughs> bore people right now but you could literally talk about running like for hours <laughs> um <laughs> This podcast could be five hours long if we just start talking about workouts. Yeah, and that's why I don't want to get distracted. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is so true. I mean, I know like for me at least, my dad always knows my workouts. Like every single day, like he'll call me and we'll talk about the workout or the run or how things are going. And he ends up coming to my races. Like he was there last weekend. And it's just like so big having that person. That's so cool that you and your dad have that relationship. And like you guys talk about running. And about the YouTube, I just want to ask a quick question. I think a lot of people would like to know what you edit in, what type of software are you using? And then I have a bigger question coming after that. So you want to hit that first question? So yeah, okay. This that's a I like that question a lot. And I want people to take notes. I use my iPhone and I edit with iMovie. On your iPhone? Yeah. I well no, on, on my MacBook. iMovie, okay, yeah, iMovie yeah. on the Mac. I, I just upload Amazing. The, uh, the pictures um onto my computer and then put them onto iMovie. I've only ever used my iPhone and iMovie mm -hmm. and you really, it's not about the camera quality at all. You don't need to have like some fancy camera and some fancy editing software. As long as you like put the time and effort yeah. into, and the, I guess the passion that kind of sounds corny, but the passion yeah, into sure. like what you're doing, you, that it's, it's, it's really way more about just like you putting the work in and, yeah and yeah, you, you don't, because mm -hmm. I, I get questions a lot now, like on Instagram, people DM me saying like, hey, what software do you use to edit? And like, I'm, I'm, I want to start my own channel. Like, what, what camera should it. I buy? 
And like, I mean, I'd like to buy a vlogging camera pretty soon, but you, you, that, none of that stuff is like essential at all. It's not essential at yeah. all. You've been doing great without it. I mean, like I, my camera is only like a $500 camera. Like that sounds like a lot, but yeah, in the yeah. realm of cameras, that's like a cheap camera in the mm-hmm. realm of cameras, which is crazy. But like, that's, that's pretty much the amount you have to spend to get over the hump of beating the iPhone. Like the iPhone's so good. Like your footage comes out really well. Yeah. And like, and you can convey such a good story. Like you can yeah. show your workouts. Like, like nobody cares about the fact that's on iPhone. Like many people probably can't even tell. Yeah. And many people probably can't tell the difference in like video quality between mine and yours. And so like, that's definitely so true. Like people just need to like, if you want to start making videos, if you want to start doing things, just do it. Like yeah. do it with that, whatever you have. Like when I started my first channel, like awful quality videos. But and it's, it's way more about just consistent uploads. Like like oh, for you sure. just got to be throwing like especially when you start you just have to be throwing stuff out there literally every week and you learn so much so much yeah exactly and from a like third person point of view because like these two are like big youtubers and they have a lot of following so they're saying like just put it on but just from my like perspective i think something that they might not realize they really have even though spencer said it a little bit is if you watch either of their channels you really see the passion and the love of what they're doing of making videos and that's something like not everyone has, but if you have that, then you can be successful. Like these two might not realize that from their eyes, they don't see it. But like, as just, I'm just watching the videos, you can see regardless of whose video, like they're loving what they're doing. And that's something people love to see. So like the technical aspects of camera and stuff aren't too big, but definitely kind of the passion, what you're doing is super important. Yeah, definitely. Spencer, yeah, your personality definitely shines through in your videos. The passion comes through. It's amazing. And recently you've seen a lot of growth. I, I can tell, I mean, you're at about, what is it? A thousand or 11,476 subscribers. Oh, and wow, literally probably number. two weeks ago, you're at like 8,000. Like you've grown so much in the past just few weeks here. Like, how has that been? How has that happened? What has it been <laughs> like? Are you, are you stoked on this? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked. Cause it's, <laughs> as you know, it, there's nothing more fun than seeing growth at the end of the day. Um, for sure. Hard work paying off this winter break. My sister Larkin again was like, <laughs> Spencer, you need to just commit to this YouTube thing. Like stop beating around <laughs> the bush, actually start posting a lot. And she actually got oh, wow. like, gave me a sweatshirt an athlete special sweatshirt for Christmas. And that sort of was like the final like inspiration. Yeah. It kind of clicked right there. I was like, all right, I'm going to just do this now and do it as best as I can. Cause I see like you and other YouTubers out there do like you guys can do it. So I might as well just Mm -hmm. push myself as well. Cause it comes down to being like, I, you can get lazy with it at certain points. And that's just like what my biggest downfall has been. So since 2019 started, I've like, pretty much gone all in on the YouTube and you know I've I've upped my uploading like way more I, like people are always joking about how I upload so often mm-hmm. um and yeah it it's it's easier to do on an iPhone obviously cuz I don't edit as much but yeah so I I've been uploading way more also like I don't know if it if it feels this way to you, but I feel like my running actually goes better when I'm making more YouTube videos. Cause I think I'm happier, Wow, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So like, it, like my running is going better than it's ever been. And my YouTube has been go- going better than it's ever been. So like, they're just like kind of paralleling each other and it's, it's been working out great. Um, and yeah, just, but the biggest reason my channel has grown is I think simply because I've started uploading a lot. I did like one, 
a couple of weeks ago, I uploaded nine videos in a row wow. during spring break, just 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 to just to see if I could do it. Because eventually, I want to try and like like be able to upload a lot during the summer when I have more time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tested that out. I think I was at seven thousand a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a month ago now. Whew. So then I did like a seven seven k seven day vlog yeah, challenge. I saw that. So that like I did that, and then like. I got like way more followers just from posting seven videos in a row. <laughs> and then uh, my, well, actually what really probably blew my channel up a little bit was breaking four in the mile. Um, yes. That, that definitely helped a lot because that video all of a sudden got a lot of views. Yeah. I think it's around 170,000 views, which is yeah. incredible. That's huge. Cause Ooh. I was, I was celebrating that cause that hit a hundred K monday or last sometime last week and wow. i was like that's oh my first video to hit 100k mm-hmm. and then like as soon as it hits 100k something with the youtube algorithm must happen where it just like throws it up on youtube recommended pages and stuff but yeah no it's so and and i'm sure you've seen this with your own channel i think as it gets bigger it sort of is a little bit exponential because just the more views you get the more yeah definitely at the same time i don't think i've like changed that much in what I'm doing since since my channel started to get bigger. I think I was at like 3,000 at the beginning yeah. of the winter and I don't feel like I've done anything like different. Maybe I, I do more flashy thumbnails. I don't know if you find that <laughs> for yourself. I, I think your thumbnails are very clickable for sure. Like they're, they're good yeah, thumbnails. I, I feel like some people think that they're clickbait, but like I'm usually not lying. They're not clickbait. They're, they're honest. I mean, like they're, it's just like... It's just like... It's like... Yeah, it's like screaming at the viewer, like, watch yeah. this, watch me. Yeah, which is what you have to like, do. Yeah, it, it's just, yeah, like, yeah. part of the game. And, like, if people want to be salty about that, then, like, <laughs> then like let them be. But, like, I don't really care at this point. Like, I'd rather have someone who's on the fence about clicking on a video click on it because of the thumbnail being, like, kind of flashy than, like, them yeah. not clicking at all and not, not finding the channel and liking it. Or oh, definitely. So, yeah, thumbnails – definitely have been improved recently um and just like it's like not even like you have to try that much harder you just have to do a lot more little things mm-hmm. and yeah and then then like it, it usually works out um but yeah that's sort of just like how the how the channel has been going wow that's awesome here's a question that like how'd you come up with the name the athlete special because i mean that name is just super it's super tough. That's a great name. Ooh, this is the big question. Well, okay, so there is a deli in my hometown, and there's a like a bacon, egg, and cheese special, and it's it's called the Athlete Special. So I guess I just stole it from them. <laughs> but like, I'm trying to That's train hilarious. my pretty soon, so like I'm I'm gonna make sure that I can keep the athlete Definitely. special. So listeners, <laughs> listeners of the podcast, I mean it really doesn't get better than that. That's actually super hilarious. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> that is such a great story. Yeah. I would have never expected that honestly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I it's I think it's better that it's just like pretty simple like that than like some long mm-hmm. story about how because the athlete special it doesn't my dad was even saying like it doesn't really like make sense like if you actually say like the athlete special. if it was the athlete's special then maybe yeah. it'd be a little bit different but it's like it doesn't really like make sense so that's, that's <laughs> kind of funny. But, but it rolls off the top yeah, yeah yeah it makes sense like in your mind when you're just like looking at it and thinking about it but yeah. when you really think about it you're like wait what does this mean <laughs> <Exactly>. at all <laughs> like <laughs> yeah exactly 
that's actually really but true. that's yeah. awesome yeah. and talking about sub four you were mentioning that that video is blowing up that's huge i mean we haven't even barely touched on the fact that you are like an incredible runner you ran sub four minutes in the mile which is congratulations less Thank than 60 you. seconds lap congratulations bro that's incredible yeah it was it was definitely way more special breaking four than i thought it would be um I, I feel like I've been like on the edge of doing it for a couple of years now, but the way that the NCAA works, it's you just don't have that many opportunities to run like a full mile. Yeah, definitely. And like if you blow one of them, then like that's it for the year. Like that's your only chance to run fast. Yeah. And that's that's you'll learn more about that as you as you race more, Zach. Mm-hmm. That opportunities are so limited in college. Um, definitely. But I yeah, the race itself it was. And it's, it wasn't like super, it wasn't like, oh, like I had to push myself unbelievably hard in the race to do it. Like it just like kind of the stars aligned a little bit and like I felt good that day. And when I finished, I, I think the only cool part about it is that I broke it by like 0.02 or 0.03 seconds, which is so <laughs> close. Um, yeah, it's going to be T. Yeah, but it was, it was really special in the moment, like. I mm-hmm. I didn't think it was gonna I, I'd be that happy after, but it just felt like a huge weight <laughs> off my off my back or chest. Like I, it, it's been something I've been trying to do for a long yeah. time, and it, it it really is just a mental barrier Definitely. at the end of the day. It's way way more in the head than than I thought it was, but I'm just glad that I finally was able to break it. But yeah, it was uh, like I said, it was just very surreal in the moment. I didn't even really film right after I broke it. Cause I was, I was just like with my family and friends and like, I felt like if I took out the vlogging camera, then I'd feel like it'd feel a little bit cheesier. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't make the moment as nice, but yeah, it I, was, I it was definitely that. pretty fun. So yeah. Dang. That's, that's a great, I mean, that's a huge barrier and just a huge kind of goal for everyone who runs a mile or is a miler. Like I know myself, that's a goal. I know. But I know since freshman year of like high school, I've had friends, hey man, one day I want to break four, blah, blah, blah. And like very few people get to do it. So it really is just a super cool barrier. Even though it is just mental, it's just a time on the clock. Going, seeing a three, I think is just so crazy. Yeah, that's so big. Like just, I feel like that's every big runner's goal. Like you just got to go sub four. Like even for me as like a distance guy, like I just want to do it someday. Just to be able to say like, like I ran sub four in the mile. Like that's just crazy to think about. Like sub sixty per lap. Like I remember in middle school when like <laughs> running a sixty was like the deadliest thing I've ever heard in my life. If somebody broke sixty, I was like, dude, you're crazy. Like you must be the best runner in the world. Like this is crazy. Yeah. And then you did that for four laps, which is it blows my mind every time. Yeah. But it's just so awesome. Like, I'm happy for you, bro. Oh, so yeah, happy. It. It's it it like I said, it's just like I still didn't think I was gonna be like as happy as I was just to do it. Cause yeah, you can look back and then be like, Oh, only this amount of people have done it and you just feel you just feel special. Um Yeah. It's it, it's I'm yeah, I'm kinda having a hard time even just explaining it. I I just remember walking back to like take my spikes off and like I was alone and I was just like like my head was just like it felt like a rush and I was just like for some reason and it has never happened before like I just like got like hundreds of flashbacks to like when I started running and just like I was like wow "Wow, like we did it like even though that's obviously not like I want to keep running and like run faster but like it's such a big goal for everyone like like you said when you're you have to at least appreciate it when it happens yeah exactly 
So I got it. I really got to enjoy it. I was able to even talk a little bit after I did it in a video, just that like, it's more about like to, to be able to do it. It's more about just like grinding for years and years and years. Yeah. Or for, for some people yeah. though, like they can just like pop it out immediately. Those really talented. Young <laughs> <laughs> the high schoolers did, are just phenoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But definitely for most people, breaking four shows just like so much behind the scenes work. Because even for the really talented people, no one can really just hop on the track one day and do it off no work. Like, even the people that seem to, like, break the barrier when they're so young or so easy, like, they really put a lot of work into it. So that's really crazy. Yeah. I really have a lot of respect exactly. for it because I remember, um, I remember like, even this season, because I, I was trying to break it, and I came really close. I came to, like, 402. And I just remember I finished that race, and my eyes just went red, like, like, like I just couldn't see anything. And in that moment, I was like, okay, those sub four guys are animals. I was like, wow. I was like, holy moly. <laughs> Your eyes went red? No, literally, like, I've never, like, I finished the line, and I looked up, and, like, I saw red. If that oh makes sense. Yeah, but that's like, what... you know how you close your eyes and see black. <laughs> my eyes were open and it saw they saw red. That's I was like, like a whole other level of pain. It was, it was a whole other level. Oh my god! No, really, it, it really was a whole other level. But to to contrast that, like you've run a one forty seven for the eight hundred, which is like technically better than a sub four mile, and I haven't run that. And like mm-hmm. I can when I run one forty nine or one fifty. I am in so much pain. The 800 is like, it's like pure <laughs> agony. Your body, the lactic acid you get from an 800 is yeah. like literally no other race. Oh my God. Like yeah. you just finish and you just like want to just not exist for a couple minutes. No, I, yeah. <laughs> it really is so interesting how different people like, so I'll say maybe the 800 isn't too bad. And maybe you'd say the miles isn't too bad. What Zach, what you're, what you're going to say is probably like the 3k, 5k, something a little bit longer. The 5k. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will say, no, I really like the 10K. We all know the 5K, though, is just, it's like that event sucks. It's so hard. No, dude, it's a grinder, but I love it. This past weekend, I had a really good race, and I don't think I've ever felt better racing. We were clicking off 71s, and it felt like I was just, I was just chilling. It felt like an easy run for a little bit of it. I was like, why do I feel so good? Like, there was just so much positive energy. (laughs) And so for so long of the race, I just felt so calm. I was like, wow. This is my race. I'm just relaxing. Like I raced the 1500 the week before yeah. and the whole time I was just thinking like, oh my God, I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. And then this one, I could just chill. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, like, time to go. Last lap. <laughs> That's true. I've never run a 5k. Really? I'm a little scared of it. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the one thing I'll say, yeah. um, Spencer, <laughs> as we're like midi guys, the 5k is kind of nice because I've raced a 5k. The thing that is nice about it is where you staying like, so if it's indoor, if you hear 31, like, oh shoot, this is kind of slow. From like for most of the mid year, like, oh, this is slow. Yeah, you think you go up to the five k, you'll be hearing thirty fours, thirty fives, and you'll be like, wow, this is this is great. Yeah, it's true. So that's the one thing. I've <laughs> you have to be racing for longer, but easier, so it's nice. That that's how I love it. I just know that it's those later that that second half of the race in the five. When you get to around three k, it's like, oh, I'm hurting, yes. but I still have to do two k more. But like in a mile, it's like you might be hurting with. 600 exactly. to go and it's 600 Maybe to go not 2k to go that's that's what scares me exactly mm-hmm. yes yeah that's that's where it gets really tough so and that's what i hate and mm. i've had some 
experiences don't, with don't, cross country. Don't dare say those two words, would, cross country. I wish oh my I could take that because it's, so, it's so hard. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I trust me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't whoa. have to talk about that. Not at all. <laughs> so those were kind of our questions, kind of sort of the interview, but not the interview. And now we're going to switch it to a different segment of the Zach and Bashir show. This is called our lyrical analysis. You know, we love music. I'm a lover of music. Zach is a lover of music. Sounds like you're a lover of music too. So we're just going to pull out some lyrics from different artists. And we just want to hear Spencer Brown's opinion of them, kind of analyze it for the, for the listeners. So. All right. Sounds good. So first, the so first one comes from my man, Drizzy Drake, Drizzy Drizzy Drake. He said, some nights I wish I could go back in life, not to change stuff, just to feel a couple things twice. What's your take on that, Spencer? Uh, that's very relatable, to be honest. Like, that's that's maybe I'm pretty surface level, but, like, yeah, like, I would like to go back to, like, some of the better days of my life mm-hmm. just to feel it twice. So I'd say I agree with that, that lyric, and I think that we should all be happy about things in our past mm-hmm. and want to go want to be able to go back to them but at the same time the twist on my take is that you can't go back in the past you gotta always be moving forward you know whether you're happy about something that's happened in the past or sad it's over so can't be thinking about very, that very true wow that just got deep i love that you could say kind of that you want to live a life in the future that you would want to go back to once you're past it Mm, that was that was a great way to put it you know you know that's a that's a little bit of ap lang for you (laughs) (laughs) that was our first song second song comes from 21 pilots we know spencer's a fan oh yeah and it's simply the songs on the radio are okay but my taste in music is do you know that do you know the next the next words today i don't know close (laughs) your face Oh, your face. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. I knew that too. And that's like one of their bigger songs. I do love that that's song. That's embarrassing. Um, okay. So this, I feel like this is a bit of like a, definitely like a, a, maybe a love reference, you know, to a significant other that, that he's talking about here. Music is good or like there's good aspects of mm-hmm. life, but like at the end of the day, I'm just thinking about you. I agree. I see that. I, I think it's that, I think it's that true, true love. Yeah, you know when you have that true love, that's all you think about. Zach, Zach, you know about true love, my man. Oh Zach. yeah, you might not know this, Spencer, but Zach is a lover before he's a fighter. <laughs> hard on that one. <laughs> well, thank you, Bashir. I've got the next one, yeah, Bashir. Are you ready one. for this? Yeah. Okay, so this one goes. Shout out to Emma. She be hitting my phone. She down from the jump. Let me go home. <laughs> oh, shoot. <true. laughs> that one by that, that one by. This one was by this guy named The Athlete Special. I do love that guy, though. We had to bring this one up. We had to bring this one up. Uh, that's actually funny. So let me just give you, okay, so people who don't know that, I made a music video about two months ago. Uh, it was actually really fun. It took like a month to do. Great music video. Uh, it was awesome. We put a yeah. lot of work into it. We put we put a lot of work into it, and I don't know if you've ever put a lot of work into a video and it just like doesn't blow up. But I like we were like, dude, this video is gonna get a million views. We're gonna be like celebrities, and it just like didn't have any views. It kind of just flopped a little bit after putting in like because I don't normally put in like a month of work mm-hmm. into a video because it just took a while. It just took a while to like to to, to, to the sh- well the music video actually didn't take that long. It was like recording the song um and like 
the lyrics and just like a bunch of things. I think we recorded it like twice or three times just to try and make it sound a little bit cooler. I mean, it's yeah, still, it didn't, yeah. it didn't turn out like unbelievable, but my shout out to my friend, Dylan Scarsoni. He, he filmed it um, yeah, was- on like a really nice camera that, that was not filmed on an iPhone. Um, and he edited the whole thing as well. But yeah, so I guess I wrote the song on the way up to a Penn State meet. We were just like bored. I was redshirting and like I drove up to the meet with a friend and I was like, all right, I'm going to make a music video. So I just need to write this song. So we wrote the song on the way up. And if you've also noticed, there was like a lot of like digs at like Ryan Trahan, this other YouTuber. Basically, what I was trying to do was get like one of you guys to react and do a diss track back or something. So I I thought maybe you would bite. I'm not going to lie. I wanted you to. I was close. Like you one dig. But so it's funny. So I was like, all right, like I'm going to, I didn't go hard on you. Yeah. I gave you one dig, but I went like pretty hard on Trey Han a couple times. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, I think I said like mm-hmm. Trey Han sold out for views, <laughs> which probably isn't wrong. But like, I mean, he's at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's actually really <laughs> yeah, rich now, sure. So like I respect him a lot. Um, and then like during this time, like this is still on my channel was, it was actually doing, it was pretty small, like a couple of months ago still. I mean, it, it's still not that big, but like you, I think you were really popping off. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like maybe if I can get like Levitt to respond to me, then it'll help me a little bit. Cause yeah. I, I feel like that like YouTube beef, like it's not at all in the running world. And I was trying to create it a little bit. Yeah. But, and I didn't want to say anything mean to Emma because I'm actually kind of friends with Emma. <laughs> yeah. And She's I was awesome. like, I can't, I can't go for Emma Abramson. Like, and I was like, all right, whatever. This yeah. is Levitt guy. Like, him, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty salty. He's getting all these subscribers too. And like <laughs> literally just started a channel and it's, he thinks it's so easy. I've been grinding <laughs> for years. And, but so I remember, um, I think somewhere in the comments. So they were like, Oh yeah. Like some guy, like people were commenting like, Oh heck yeah. Like I love these Dre hand digs. And they were like, but what about, they're like, but why are you dissing my boy? And I was like, shoot, like people are not happy about this. And like, it didn't receive any positive, like no one was like happy that like I was giving you a slight diss. Um, (laughs) Thank you everyone. And I was like, shoot. Like, I think like some guy said like, what, why the diss on Levitt though? They got like 50 or a hundred likes. And I was like, on this and side of like, it, it was super funny because another friend of mine at school showed me your video about Zach. Like, and then I told Zach, it's just we did not know you at all. We were like, oh my goodness. Like, I was like, Zach, like this guy really might hate you. Zach, like <laughs> Zach was like, Should I should I respond? I was like, dude, I don't know. Like it's it seems kind of serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really close. I was fired up. I was ready. I, for bigger YouTubers, that's what they kind of do to like create create beef i was almost gonna dm you and be like yo just like we should just create beef yeah <laughs> that would be fun. but then i realized that you were like you're like actually just like too nice because like <laughs> i saw you commenting and i was like i feel so bad about this like, oh yeah like I, I i wasn't trying to like i it wasn't like that bad of a dig it was just it, it kind of just fit with the lyrics yeah it was light and it was like a quick one too you know yeah. just kind of just comes out of nowhere a little quick jab yeah. but uh but so i thought it might fire you up a little bit and i at least i know now i feel better that it, you got close to, to going with a diss track back but i feel like yes. neither of us know enough about each other to be able to like get that 
that like information you know yeah yeah that is so funny like i'm not gonna lie a lot of people sent it to me like i hadn't watched it yet and a lot of people sent it to me they're like dude have you seen this and i was like what whoa, whoa. and like i was editing a video that night i remember i was upstairs in the library editing a video at study hall like i was grinding and i, I listened to the video like i paused listened to the video and then I was like, oh my God. Like I was like texting Michelle. I was like, bro, do I fire back? I like I literally had typed out a comment that was like, I, like the date, like next Tuesday, be ready or something like that. And I was and I was honestly, oh. thinking, I was honestly thinking, maybe should I scrap my video for tomorrow? He was so fired record out. a diss track tomorrow. And I was like, nah, I can't fire it out that quickly. Maybe next week. And then Bashir was like, nah, dude, like this really isn't you. And I like, I was just so fired up in the moment because I was like, oh, like this is hype. Like, oh my gosh. I was so fired up. It, it really like brought me out of character. I was like, oof. I was like, this is crazy. All right. I feel really good about it now. I feel like I was able to do that. Then maybe I accomplished my goal. But <laughs> dang, I almost wish you did do it. But yeah, no, I think that just the biggest eye opener from there was just like, you really are like loved in like this little running community for YouTubers. Cause pe- you. like people were like, they were not that happy about yeah. the diss track on you. They were, they were completely fine with the Trey hand dick. Yeah. They were like, yo, don't, don't ever talk about my boy. <laughs> it was so funny. Wow. That's, that's, that is crazy to hear from your side of it now. Yeah. It was great talking to you. It has been an incredible conversation on the podcast. We've been so happy to have you. A lot of great conversations. We're definitely going to have to have you on for a second time. I mean, this is probably one of the best conversations we've had on the pod so far. Like, you're just an incredible guy. It's great to get inside the mind of the athlete special. Know where everything's really coming from. Know the guy behind the camera. So thank you for coming on the pod. Yeah, thanks so much, Zach and Bashir. It was actually it was fun talking to you guys and, and meeting you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I literally had never spoken a word to either of them before. Like, that. It yeah. was kind of cool. It was, it was a true icebreaker for all of us. No, yeah, definitely one day. One day maybe we'll have to link up. Because, I mean, we're from Richmond. It's not too far from Georgetown. So if it ever lines, we could drive up, link up. That'd be, that could be pretty fun, yes. Oh, I'm totally Long down. Run. Link up, maybe do like a little collab video or something. Oh, a little collab. Dude, that'd be awesome. Well, it was great talking. All right. Peace out. See you later, homies. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Zach and Bashir podcast. Be sure to go check out Spencer on YouTube, subscribe to him, show him some love, watch his videos, like his videos, do all that good stuff because he has amazing videos that give you a deeper look into the life of a D1 athlete. And on top of that, if you want to stay in the community, stay in the loop on the podcast, be sure to go follow our Instagram. That'll be linked in the show notes as well. But we hope that you have an amazing day and that you enjoyed the podcast. We'll see you next Thursday.